This podcast is part of the Shareable Podcast Network. Learn more at shareable.fm. Hey there, it's Jeff. Nice to see you again. Uh, don't mind me, I'm just looking off screen because I have some notes over here and I want to be ready because I haven't done this in a little bit. Uh, so it's been a little bit since I've done a Friday afternoon nap time show. One, slightly irregular nap schedules, uh, which made it very difficult to actually do this show in the afternoon. I didn't want to lie to you by doing it pre-noon. Seems like that would be rude. Setting expectations like that and then sweeping the leg. Uh, so welcome to the Friday afternoon nap time show, streaming live to all of your favorite platforms, including LinkedIn and YouTube. Show is live and unedited, and then I take the audio and I turn it into a podcast for your listening pleasure later on. No longer live. Baby is now napping, and today I have no guest. Uh, this is a completely unplanned return to the nap time show. Um, but I figured I would do a, a short and quick, you know, live uh, if you know, anybody wants to tune in, I know I didn't promote this at all. And, uh, if you're listening after the fact, thank you. Thank you for coming back. I appreciate you. So, um, so I've been away from a lot lately. Uh, I haven't been blogging very much. Didn't really podcast much on any of my multitude of podcast projects. And as it relates to work, Kind of generally speaking, I've kind of been focusing in on the things that are required and necessary, uh, but haven't really had a lot of mental, emotional bandwidth to take on any of my side projects or um, kind of additional things that are on on the backlog. <clears throat> so why? Um, I, I guess I would um, start with the the premise of this episode or the idea, the topic of the episode, which is clarity. Um, and I really haven't had a lot of it for roughly a month and a week, we'll call it. Uh, so as of date of recording, it is June 9th, Friday. And um, back in early May, my birthday is May 2nd, and back in early, early May, maybe April 30th, um, my father started not doing well. And by May 2nd, I was having a video call to say my goodbyes. Um, and then two days later, he passed. And for the people in my network that know me, you know that I was very close with my dad. And if you've been listening to any of my shows or you've read my book or anything that you've ever seen me do, you would know that I'm very close. I was very close with my father. He was a major inspiration for me. Great relationship. Um, I, I am, uh, I don't know. I feel very lucky that I had that kind of relationship with, uh, with my father. So, um, <clears throat> and for those of you that don't know me, well, hi, welcome. Thanks for watching or listening. Um, so it was, it was really tough. Uh, never, obviously you never want to lose a parent, but, um, you know, I was grateful that I got to say my goodbye to him. He was still until almost the very end, he was lucid and with it, his body just was no longer going to cooperate and keep him around. Um, 
So in the aftermath of that, and I've written a post about this, it was my first post back on becoming superhuman. Uh, if you haven't um, ever read my blog, um, I encourage you to. Um, and if you read that post, which is, uh, I believe, called Bereavement, something about bereavement or grief, I forget what it was called. Um, but it was the first blog post I've written in my entire career that I knew that my dad wasn't going to be reading. Um, everything. I've ever done podcast, video, uh, book, blog, doesn't matter. Anything. Back when I was 13 and I was going, I thought I was going to be a professional basketball player. The person that was always in the stands for me, the person that was always there supporting, didn't matter what I wanted to do and no matter how long the shot or anything was my dad. And um, losing him was brutal. Still sucks a lot. Um, and because of that, I didn't have the clarity of mind to write. I didn't have the clarity of mind to podcast, uh, to manage my team, to manage myself. And because of that, you know, it, it, I kind of just, uh, surrendered a bit to how I was feeling, which I th think is probably the healthiest thing I could have done rather than fight it or try to push and persevere through it. Um, allowed myself to feel what that was to lose him. And uh, not to start the whole episode on a, on a sour note, but I want to give the context, obviously. Um, but it got me thinking, you know, the post that I wrote was about bereavement leave. And my wife was lucky enough to have bereavement leave, even though it wasn't her father. Um, but the idea of bereavement leave really sat funny with me, this idea that companies get to somehow have a say in how much time you're allowed to take to grieve properly. Um, and that really uh, disturbs me as an idea. And I, I really think that if you stop and think about it, the idea of the company having any sort of a say in how long it should take you or what the allotted reasonable number of days is to grieve is insane because they have no idea what your relationship is, right? Like you could have a great relationship with a parent. You could have a terrible relationship with your parent. It could be a first marriage. It could be a second marriage. There's all these different conditions that you, uh, you can't build a spreadsheet that explains the complex dynamics of human relationships and what someone meant to you and how they inspired you or how they caused you trauma or anything like that to be able to come up with any sort of a defined metric of how much time someone should have off. So that was what my post was about. But today I'm talking a bit uh, less about that, even though I've brought it up, but I want to talk about clarity um, because I think there are two camps and I, I feel that there's a point on both sides of it, which is that, you know, part of, um, part of being a professional, part of doing work, part of any of that is that you kind of sometimes have to show up when you don't feel like it. Um, and I think there's some truth to that, that there's going to be times in your career no matter what you're doing, where you're not going to feel like you're on your A game and you're not going to be mentally clear. You're not going to have everything you need to do the job right uh, or to do the job at your best, but you have to kind of show up. And on the other side, there's this idea of giving yourself the space of um, standing for and making sure you get the accommodations and things that you need so that you can perform. Um, and when it comes to having the clarity to do things, uh, there are certain tasks that are going to require you to be clear, uh, strategizing uh, conversations with people about different topics. Um, I think writing, 
um, any number of different things that if you don't have mental clarity, if you are emotionally not in the right place, if you're mentally not in the right place, um, it's going to be difficult for you to show up and do the job the right way. And because my clients across any of the different things I do pay me to show up and ask the right questions and be able to connect patterns and see how the dots connect to things. Um, you know, I felt it was the right thing to do in, in leaning into the feelings I was feeling to step away and to not promise to be able to show up the way that I normally would. And instead said, Hey, I, I'm going to take the time I need and I'm going to come back when I'm ready to be able to talk about things, to be able to do things. And I really tried to listen to my body and everything about when was the right time to do that. Um, and all of this, whether it's the conversation around bereavement, leave and grief or around clarity, um, all of these are conversations around leadership, culture, and business. These are all things that we have to think more about and we have to analyze what we're currently doing um, because it shows up time and time again in, in big and in little ways. I think bereavement, you know, very close to home for me right now, but that's, and I work for myself. So like, I don't, it doesn't affect me personally, but I think that doesn't mean that I can't care about it or talk about, it, which is that I, I feel like when someone loses someone, the answer is take the time you need, like go, go be with your family, go get your head straight, go do what you need to do. And you come back when you're ready. And that's not like a strategic move. That's just like a straight up human move. Like go, go do you do what you need to do. And, um, and then like, as, as another side of it, like you look at this whole return to office conversation and the whole work from home, work remotely and whether or not that's okay. I think that's another conversation around what does it take for someone to have the clarity they need to show up? And I think a lot of old guards want to believe that they can still set the rules of what what someone should be able to do under the circumstances and, and environments they create. So if you have an open office concept and one of your team members or several of your team members have some sort of neurodevelopmental difference that makes open office concepts very distracting or difficult to work in, saying that it's not fair to everybody else for them to work remotely is insane because it's not fair to bring those people who have those neurodevelopmental differences into the office for them to struggle. And I, and these are the sort of conversations, large and small, that need to happen across everything. And it fundamentally, when you go deeper and deeper and deeper into these things, what you arrive at at the root of it all is we need to fundamentally rethink and restructure so many different elements of our work to be more human focused and human centric and to prioritize our health and well-being and relationships over the profitability of a company. It's funny, you know, you, you look at, um, the, the curriculum and the, um, like syllabus of, of the average business school. And I, I went through my MBA at Drexel and you come out of it with this kind of like warped sense of the world that companies or businesses or corporations are, are actual things like they exist. They are simply a collection of people doing things. And we, we treat them as like this golden law in, in the world that like, that is the primacy of human existence is to work for this company to do a thing. When in reality, our lives are the things that we all each and individually all care about the most is the people we get to spend our time with, the meals we go, get to go out and enjoy, uh, the drinks we sit down for with friends, uh, the energy we have left at the end of the day for our kids. 
those are all the things that make it all worth it. And it's, it's why we seek out higher paying jobs or why we seek out more satisfying jobs is so that we can have more money to do those things or more leisure time to do those things. But it's not about the thing itself. It's about what it enables us to do. And somewhere along the way, we have either lost sight of that, or maybe it was never designed that way in the first place. Um, but I've thought a lot about a lot of different things, uh, you know, in the wake of his passing. And, um, a lot of it came down to like very like existential, like what is, what is it all for? Why are we all here? What are we doing? What does your work mean? What does your life mean? Who do you want to have time for? And, you know, is it okay to be so busy with like the banality of, uh, your day-to-day business things that you don't make time for the people that are really important to you. And that's not necessarily me. I'm just saying, uh, a lot of people have to make those decisions that they have to spend more time at the office than they do with their families, uh, or more time at work trying to, you know, get the means for survival than they do to enjoy the life that they're trying to survive for. I don't know. I just feel like we could do better than that. Um, so I don't know. Part of it is, you know, this is my first episode back. It's my first uh, podcasty thing back since uh, since he passed a little over a month ago. Um, but it's been tough to come back. It's tough to wrap my head around what's important to talk about. You know, when I when I sat down to write my first blog post, I thought, well, what do I write about? Do I write about superheroes? Do I write about leadership? Do I write about culture? Should I talk about marketing or sales? Maybe growth. Maybe I'll talk about growth. The only thing that was really on my mind is like, why is there such a thing as bereavement policy? And why does anyone else get a say? And couldn't we just do it differently if we decided to? And I feel like that's a lot of the conversations I'm thinking about, you know, and, and as we speak, you know, the air quality outside in Philadelphia right now is not great. And for the past several days, even worse because of these wildfires up in Canada. And, you know, I think about the, um, the externalities of life are going to make clarity and focus sometimes even more difficult than they are now. And we're largely not doing anything about that. So we're, we're uh, alienated from the products of our work and feel less meaning in what it is that we do. We have less time for our relationships and, um, you know, find ourselves burned out, spending more time working for something that doesn't mean to us than spending time with the people that mean things to us. And I just don't feel like enough action. We, we talk about it in private circles. You know, we go out and we talk with our friends, how are things, you know, or like people say, Oh, it's Monday. Thank God's Friday. I feel like all of that is just symptomatic of things being broken in some way or another. Um, and I don't know how you change it because it's, it's not like individual efforts are going to fix this. Granted, we can all do better and be more human and more caring and more empathetic with each other. And, you know, if you're in a position where you can make the call, like crap, make the call and do something more human for people if they're, you know, in a, in a particularly tough time. Um, but I don't think individual actions are going to create more of an environment where we can have clarity to step up and do work that's meaningful. It's, it is a massive structural change and I don't know how we even address it, but I know a lot of people are talking about it, A lot of people are shouting about it, but by and large, um, things just keep marching forward at the same pace that they have been. Um, and that's, yeah, it's a little depressing, um, to be honest. Um, I don't have any answers for you. I don't, but it is Friday and my son is napping. 
And I figured I'd get back out and rip this bandaid off and get back into uh, having conversations. I do have some plans to bring some really, really cool people on for the Friday afternoon nap time show. Uh, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, I have had some conversations and recorded some podcasts. I just haven't really had the energy to uh, get it over the finish line and put it out there, but I have some ones coming out. Um, so stay tuned for that. So if you're not a subscriber to shareable, make sure you go and look on your favorite podcasting platform for shareable. I got a couple new episodes of rogue that are going to be coming out. That's where I steal people's superpowers, uh, for you via conversation. So you can learn new abilities. Um, hopefully that's helpful. Um, this show is going to more and more probably try to find interesting people to talk to about their unique area of expertise, but in a much more casual way than I do on shareable and in a much, uh, less structured and, um, objective driven way that rogue is. Um, I also have the super productive podcast that's coming out. I'm going to be doing that with uh, my business partner who's super productive. Uh, my business partner, Sarah and I are going to talk about how you become more productive. Um, and then I got a really cool show that I'm partnering with Lou diamond on. Um, you know, uh, we're, we're working on it at the moment. we got some cool ideas. It should be a lot of fun. Um, so I won't say much about that until it's out. And then, uh, God, what else is going on? I don't know. I don't know what else to tell you about. I figured I'd come back on and talk a little bit about clarity. And as you can see, I don't really have very much. This isn't, uh, this isn't my finest, most clear work. Um, but I, I feel like I am getting back there. And sometimes the only way to get back there is, uh, slow and steady and giving yourself some space and giving yourself some, uh, some grace which is what I'm trying to do here. So um, trying to get back into writing, trying to get back into the podcasting. Um, clients are all good. Been been handling business there, but um, you know, just trying to get myself back out there. So appreciate everybody who reached out after I posted the post uh, about my dad's passing. Uh, appreciate you all. And appreciate any of you that have come back to the Friday afternoon nap time show today and listened to me or watched me. Um, it is appreciated. I appreciate your attention. That's really cool of you. Um, so whether you tune in live or after the fact, thanks so much. Uh, follow me on LinkedIn, subscribe on YouTube, all that sort of stuff. And, um, you know, I intend to see you next week when the baby falls asleep. I will be taking a uh, vacation to Hawaii, uh, the following week. So you won't see me then. Uh, I'm going to enjoy some time away. And I think, uh, that will be really good to come back refreshed with some time off, no kids, just chilling. Um, so that's that. Have a good rest of the day. Hope you enjoy your Friday. I'm going to go and um, I'm making some t-shirts for myself uh, with my own logo on it because I think everybody should do that. And, uh, you know, especially if you're aspiring to be a superhero, like you got to have your costume. Am I right? Well, anywho, I'll see you at the next uh, Friday afternoon nap time show. Thanks for tuning in.